Well, I want to thank our sponsors, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, Kyoto, Iowa, your neighbor's insurance agent. Home plate sports cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, R&B Facebook Breaks of Dubuque. Thanks to all you guys for helping bring this program to your ears. Well, Coach, uh, uh, last year you had the, the twin engines. That's what I called it, uh, Tristan and, and uh, Caden there. Uh, Tristan was a different kind of runner. Uh, he was just more speed and straight straight at you, where Caden uh, uh, was a little more maneuverable, you know, and a little bit more uh, uh, physical maybe. But uh, uh, you, you're going to replace him uh, with this other kid, and you're going to – have your twin engines running this year, but let's get into talking about the schedule. Uh, uh, about, uh, you know, let's start with uh, uh, opening night. And are you going to have any like scrimmages or, or, or anything before opening night? We do not have a, a scrimmage scheduled now. Okay. So who, who do you open up with? We are on the road at Mediapolis. Oh, that's the round guy game of the week. I was thinking that. Uh, yeah. Uh, is it all right if Scotty Melvin comes? Absolutely. He's invited to every game. Well, I'll make it to a few for sure. And that's, uh, that one's number one. Week one, baby. I'll be down in Meepo. All right. Well, Scott, you got any questions about the schedule or anything? Or? Uh, not too much. We went over that some uh, last time we talked to you. I remember um, a little bit of change in the district, uh, a little bit of change in Class A overall with Grundy Center moving up. I think there's some schools that they play yearly that are probably relieved and, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, maybe the whole state, I don't know. But, uh, as far as, um, your district, if I remember right, the Wise and Muscatines moved in, is that correct? Yes. Okay. So you got the rival, the County rival in the district. Um, and hopefully they're, you know, on the upswing themselves. Um, I know they've kind of fallen on hard times as a program, but, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to get into making predictions just yet. We're still a little early for that. <laughs> but uh, I definitely have uh, a feeling that bullseyes on uh, the Columbus Wildcats back as far as that district goes. And uh, you know, there's, there's no small reason why you guys just return a lot of talent. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit to get out on Friday night, especially when you're back home and watch you guys play. Telly's been, you know, kind of informing me which weeks I need to be there. I think that Lisbon games is definitely a, a go for me as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that should that should be a good game. You know, that's um, Lisbon year in and year out is is just one of those programs that's always good. They've always got big, strong kids, great athletes, um, a lot of a lot of tradition there at Lisbon. Um, and uh, you know, last year we were able to to you know put it on them a little bit, and I and I I, I promise you that they're going to remember that, uh, and they're going to come looking for us. You know, uh, I I would be surprised if they don't have that game circled on their schedule. You know, as one that they're really wanting to get back, a little revenge game for them. So uh, that should be an exciting one. And that's that's our home opener this year. That's week three. That'll be our first game at home. So that'll be a good one. Well, that you'll, you will have a, a little task of uh, uh, what I was asking a lot of coaches, you know, what's tougher to play, a team you've never played before or a team you've played a lot with a new coach, and you're going to get a, a, a new coach and very little data to work with. Uh, uh, you got to be kind of, uh, I guess, you, you got to prepare for anything in a scenario like that, don't you? 
it's it's a unique schedule when it comes to uh, new coaches and or teams we haven't played and aren't really familiar with. You know, you start out right away with Mediapolis. Um, you know, Coach Borson has been down there for a while and, and uh, does a tremendous job. I mean, his, his uh, record speaks for itself, and uh, they've always got a ton of talent down there, and, uh, good tradition. But we haven't played them. Uh, you know, for, for three or four years. I, I mean, it was certainly before I was here the last time they played. So that that's new to us. Um, you, then you turn around and you, week two, we go down to Wapolo, new coach. What are they going to do? You know, are they going to, uh, you know, do this or do that? You, you're not sure. Week three, Lisbon, new coach. Uh, again, uh, what, what, what exactly are they going to do? You know, we, we've got week four, Pekin. Uh, Coach Weber does a tremendous job down there. I, he's, he, you know, he always gets my praise, and I think he deserves it. Um, but then you go from there, uh, you know, week five Highland. They're they're in the second year uh, of their head coach. Week six L and M new coach. New team. Uh, week seven Van Buren haven't played him in in five or six years. Don't really well, know hey, much let, about him. Let's, let's talk a little bit about Van Buren before we skip over that. They're uh, they're coming from two way. They're skipping one A and going to, to A. Uh, um, just that in and of itself uh, uh, would sound like they could compete pretty well, doesn't it? I would think so, and, and they did have a, a, a much improved year last year. So, um, you know, I haven't really looked into them. That, that's so far down the road that uh, that I haven't spent much time on it at all. But uh, I was certainly aware of, of the year they had last year. Um, so, you know, they're probably looking to continue, um, you know, going – going in that direction so um and you know that's that's late in the year um so you, you never know what's gonna where, where, where everybody's gonna be sitting at that point so um but yeah you know it, it, i would guess that uh you know based on their success in 2a last year that they had that they're that they're uh certainly hoping that they can can kind of replicate that in class a so and and like i said that's that's week seven and week eight we get danville a, a team that you know, that hasn't been fielded uh, under their own school the last few years. So it's brand new kind of a, you know, restarted program. So there is a lot of, as of right now, unknown. I mean, we just, you know, don't have any film that you can really watch on anybody just yet. So uh, with the exception of, you know, Mediapolis, but um, it's, it kind of makes it fun and kind of makes it exciting in a sense, you know, we're, we're you know, we, we've kind of got to wait till week one's in the books before we can really start looking at Wapolo. Um, and, and, and I think that's, there's an, for me anyway, it, it, there's, there's a little bit of an added excitement, uh, to that and, and maybe a little bit more of a challenge to kind of, to, to lock in. So, um, I'm looking forward to it and, and just seeing some, some, some new teams and on our schedule. I mean, they're new teams, but these are teams that all that I, I grew up, you know, playing in one sport or the other. So, um, it, it, it does kind of have that old Southeast Iowa conference feel from back in the day. And I think that's pretty cool. Well, Scotty, I'm, I'm all, all kinds of excited about this schedule. How about you? Yeah, I am too. I, there's, there's so many uh, kind of intriguing variables to your district this year. And there's part of me as the old armchair fan here that's lived in this uh, corner of Iowa for a uh, pushing 30 years now that looks at a couple of those programs and I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, they won't be much of a challenge, but my belief is, and we saw it in other sports that some of these schools that maybe haven't, uh, that you'll be facing that haven't had a lot of success in football. They have athletes in their school. It's, it's kind of a matter of they're going to get them out, you know, for football. Mm-hmm. And then 
how will that translate when they when they if they do come out and uh, you know to success as far as buying into stuff and all those things that go into what you guys do and and whatever. So this could be you know any and all kinds of uh, challenges from week to week. It, it's certainly going to be a lot of fun to watch for the fans. I'll tell you that. I, I agree. I agree. And, and, and you hit the nail on the head there. Every one of these schools has athletes. Um, you know they do, and 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 uh, you know I, I I think that makes it you know it makes it better for everybody when there's competition on the field you know yeah. it's, it's better for you guys watching the game uh, as far as us as a staff it, it helps us to, to focus and really uh, you don't want to have those games where you can mail it in on a Tuesday and just kind of coast through the week and yeah. and go show up you know you, you kind of want to stay on top of things and and, and then lastly you know your the players you, you want the players to to have to get up for games and have to stay locked in and you don't want to have to wake them up, you know, come, come the last week of the season and the first round of the playoffs and say, well, now it's time to, to, to go, you know, you want them to, to, to experience that throughout the season. So I think there's a number of teams on here, uh, you know, that I think are, are going to win plenty of games this year. I, you know, I, I really do. And, and uh, you know, just hopefully they're not against us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Scott, you got anything else for coach? I think I'm I'm good for now. I'll I'll definitely uh, be looking forward to chewing on your ear some when uh, rosters get set and all that kind of thing that'll be coming here in the next month or so. That's what I'm kind of just uh, sitting around waiting for myself. <laughs> well, coach, the only thing that impresses me more than your manliness and physique and uh, <laughs> uh, leadership out there on the football field and your players uh, and your facilities, but it's the people. It's the people of Columbus. I've grown to love those people. They're like, I don't, you, you got a great community. Uh, what is the community, having that kind of a community behind you, how has that inspired this team from, well, let's just call them also Rams or something, you know, middle of the pack guys to, to uh, conference winners and stuff. We have a great community. Uh, I, I really believe that, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a very unique community, but I, I really, I really think that, uh, you know, it's it's a great town to be a part of, um, and you know, last last year during football season uh, was a perfect, uh, you know, perfect example of that. You know, the, the support we got was was just tremendous, uh, and it helps. You know, um, believe me, um, I, I've I've been to games not just here but other places where where there wasn't big crowds, and and you know the. The, the players feed off of that, the excitement from the crowd and the cheers and, and whatnot. And uh, I, I know that, uh, you know, that helped the boys last year coming out of the locker room, you know, and, and seeing the stands full and people standing on, up on the hill on both sides and, and, you know, maybe even knowing Scotty or you were there, I'm sure that helps them too. But uh, just a, just a tremendous community. I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it. Uh, we get, we get a lot of support. I mean, there, there's people in this town that, that, that support us that that uh that i don't get a chance to thank and maybe we all don't get a chance to thank as a staff and 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 i just i, I hope everybody knows how much we appreciate the things that they're doing and, and the part they play in this whole process it's i think small town football is is just one of the coolest things you know it's it's just so much fun it's 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 a unique experience and and i i was lucky enough to to have wonderful experiences as a player um, in this uh, in this community in this school district and and I'm I'm just I'm just thrilled that that, that these boys are you know getting to, to have a, that same experience that's that's one thing when I got into coaching is I thought you know I, I was so fuck so fortunate to 
uh, have the experience I had that I, I just want to provide those boys with the same experience. And I think last year was really the tip of the iceberg of that one. So um, and I know the community will, will, will show out again this year and, and continue to support us. And, and hopefully those crowds will uh, just continue to grow. Well, we've been talking Columbus Wildcat football with Coach Lequa. Uh, he's got offensive superstars. He's got defensive superstars. He's got a, a superstar fan base, a superstar football field, and they even have the voice of God, Bob Coyle. Uh, it's about a perfect combination, isn't it, Scotty? Yeah, you know, like I, I've said it a hundred times myself, but Columbus uh, finally getting to experience their Friday nights and whatnot last fall. Remind me so much of growing up back home. It's, uh, it's a special little place. I can't wait to get back there this fall and watch the kids play. And I want to shout out the Zappians boys and uh, Bryce Grimm. We didn't talk about them much. We will down the road. But that's a formidable uh, trio of linemen there, and I can't wait to see how they've developed as well. Those boys put in a lot of work in the weight room. I see them on Twitter all the time. So, um, yeah, man, uh, Coach Lequa, we're, uh, we're real excited for you guys, and, and uh, we'll be watching with a lot of interest this fall. All right. Well, you got any last words for us or parting shots or anything? or? No, I, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be back here talking about football. It's, it's that time of year. I'm, you know, I know you guys are excited. I, I'm excited. And, uh, I think everybody around here is excited and, and, uh, I'm just ready to get after it. I'm, I'm ready to get back into that rhythm of talking to you guys every week. Well, that'll be, uh, we, we love it. And, uh, the, the whole town of Columbus listens according to the ratings, uh, Maybe maybe it's worldwide. I don't know uh, how how big of reach Columbus has, but uh, uh, it's been a, it's been a joy. We'll we'll continue. Uh, your are your student athletes going to do that video that they do every week, uh, like they did last year? Yes. So you'll have to go on to uh, YouTube, and the channel name is Z Media. Uh, I, I I honestly think the last time I looked, there were a couple on there, but you'll be able to find it. Z Media. It's Dante Zuniga that does uh, the majority of everything, and, and he he is he graduated. He is moving on to college, but he is going to find the means and ways to to bring a season two uh, to your guys's phones, laptops, TVs, whatever you watch your YouTube on. Well, you tell him he's got my permission to use all the Scotty Melvin content that he he uh, whether <laughs> Scotty Melvin wants him to or not, it's going to be fine. But you do a fantastic job of promoting that team, Scotty. All right. Well, I guess this has been about 45 minutes. We're supposed to keep it to 30 minutes, but we made an exception for our good friends over there at Columbus. Well, everybody, thanks for, thanks for being with us. Thanks. Well, we got our second episode of Tailgate Football, high school football with Scotty Melvin. Uh, and uh, we got the pig in the ground. We got the beer on ice. And Scotty's... Uh, Favorite uh, rowdy friend, Coach Lequa of the Columbus Wildcats, is on with us. Welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, it's great to be back. Well, we are excited to talk about football, uh, except for Scotty. He hates talking about football. I, I got to tell you guys, I'm, I'm like slogging away through the days right now, just waiting for football to start. I, <laughs> I've had enough of it. <laughs> we are ready. The Round Guy Radio listeners are ready. We gave the other sports all that they uh the best that we could give them and we're going to do the same with football for sure but uh uh coach let's uh, i'm gonna ask the first question it's about 
the off season, you know, tell me about the off season, you know, the, the workouts and I, there's rules. You can't, you can go to a camp or something, but you really can't do the full team thing until July 31st, if I'm correct. Yeah, we had a, a, a good off season. Um, you know, we're still making progress in that department. You know, when, uh, three weeks ago, you know, 2020, when I, when I got the job, there really wasn't much going on in the summer around here, football wise, maybe a little bit, but, but, but very little. So we've really had to build that up into, um, you know, something kind of a normal expectation that, that, that that the boys and then the players need to come in and, and put some work in and it's just grown each year uh you know this year was was much better than last year even and last year we felt pretty good about things um the, the numbers continue to go up we even we even got some junior high kids that are now starting to show up uh, which is always a great thing um so we want to get that to, to be kind of a habit thing uh in a sense so uh a very good off season uh this summer uh a lot of activity in the weight room for sure, uh, which has been really, really fun to watch. Um, you're really seeing some of these boys uh, through that work in the weight room gain a lot of confidence in themselves, and I think that's that's a big thing. So, um, you know, we had a lot of boys going to various camps uh, over the summer, which again, you know, you go back two or, or three years ago, my first summer here, and, and there wasn't really anybody going to much of any camp. So. Uh, everything is, is trending in the right directions in our summers. Uh, it's just been a, it's been a fun summer. Um, and, and I, I, you know, we had our last weightlifting session there last week and I, you know, I told the boys how, how excited I was and how proud of, I was uh, of the off season work they put in and, and how much fun it's been to watch them. At the same time, I, I told them I'm sick and tired of watching them because I want to get going to coaching and get into football. So, um, I, you know, I think this family week we've got going on now where we're not doing anything is, is good. And, and it happens to coincide with our, our County fair that's here in town. Um, so a lot of fun stuff going on for the boys. And then, you know, we'll get to that July 31st and, and, and really, really get after things. Well, Scotty, uh, you are an aficionado of the Columbus Wildcats. Uh, I'm sure you've got a question or two for the coach here. Well, I, I could question or comment or discuss for hours probably with Coach Luckwood. <laughs> you guys over there, man, you got you got something that just reminds me of what I grew up with, uh, the blue uniforms and the, and the wing tee offense and the small community and all that stuff, that exciting packed stadium on a Friday night and you know last year when we talked to you or when Dave talked to you and I heard you say it a hundred times you know that uh, Columbus is a football town and these boys just needed to wake it up and I'd say they've done that <laughs> and then some um, so how high are the expectations around town there this fall oh I think there's there's good expectations but I also think that uh, you know everybody's grounded about it you know um it's one thing to have a successful season. It's it's a completely another thing to to repeat that and 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 you know maintain that level of performance. So, um, you know we've we've got a good group back. Um, I I think last year, you know, getting getting a lot of victories, uh, gaining some confidence, playing in a in a in that that district championship game with Albernet. You know that's that was a brand new experience for all those boys. Um, and you know you get to the end of the year and, and really really getting um, beat down by a, by a really really good Grundy Center team. I think you know at the time that really stunk and, and it was that was a long bus trip home. But in the long run, that, that's a good thing. You know, uh, the boys really saw hey that that's what a state championship team looks like, and that's that's how they play. So um, all those things 
help us when we come back this year and they certainly help expectations but you know we haven't even started yet and you know i told the boys last year all the predictions and the polls and and, and you can throw in expectations on top of that they've never won anybody a game so um, we're just we're going to go back to work you know the way we the way we did last year and the way we know how to do it and um you know we'll, we'll try to get to our goals as the season progresses but uh you know on that note too it is it is fun to have that excitement preseason um from last year so it's it i think you know that, that helps in so many ways to, to you know getting the boys excuse me getting the boys in during the summer and you know all those things help out so uh you know I, i'm just looking forward to getting started and i know the boys are too well uh let's talk a little bit about you know, uh, uh, you said you had a pretty good off season, pretty good workouts. Uh, did you have a camp or anything that you went to or? Uh, as a team, no, we did not go to a team camp. Um, like I said, we had a, we had a, a, a number of, of upperclassmen, even a few, a couple sophomores, uh, that, that did a lot of camps. Um, you know, so they did, you know, they did some seven on seven and some of what's going on to try and stay in shape. Well, Let's talk about July 31st. You know, there's a, a window and it's a, I, I calculate it out to be three weeks and four days that you have to get ready for that first game. Uh, right. So how do you get to it? And then, uh, you know, you lose a player like a Tristan Miller, uh, just a world-class athlete, that kid. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and I know you got some, a, a lot of guys that are coming back, but how do you, you know, you lose a guy like that, but you got to replace him. I know you had a a, a young man. Uh, I'm having trouble coming up with his name, but he really came on in the late, even in the playoffs, doing some big rushing. I think he, you know, you, you may have a, a fit for this, but you know, whether you're losing a linebacker or 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 a nose guard or somebody that's a senior, you know, that was providing a lot of leadership. There's going to be a process of you refilling those positions and reshuffling that deck. So what? What is what do you got to do to decide to give everybody a fair chance to make it onto the field and uh, uh, fill some of the holes that are going to be left for you from last year? Well, yeah, that's that's a, a certainly a priority of sorts for us here as we as we kind of get into that. You know, next week is, is is a camp, and then then when you start that official practice, that's that's definitely a priority. And you know, we we've definitely got shoes to fill. Um, but I think we have some some boys who have been eyeing uh, those positions throughout the off season and certainly this summer. Uh, I, I'm excited to see some of these younger guys and maybe some of the guys last year that were getting some, maybe not getting all the the, the snaps that they wanted. Um, I'm excited to see these guys compete for them spots. You know, you you want to see kids that really really want to be on the field and really want to make an impact on the game. Uh, and really be a part of what's going on out there on Friday night. So I, I'm really excited uh, to see each one of those positions and, and who's really uh, fighting to get in there, you know. And, and um, that's, a, that's a fun part of, of this early portion of the season. Um, and, you know, are, are we going to be able to, to plug guys in and, and right away and be where we were at the end of the year? Probably not. You know, that's going to be something that as a coaching staff, we've really got to do a good job of identifying the right kids for those spots um, and then coaching them up and getting them in a position to to, to play to their ability uh, and, and really help the team out. But, um, you know, early early on, you know, just, to, just about like any year, we, we, we're going to hit the fundamentals 
um, pretty hard and heavy right away. Uh, kind of see where we're at. There's going to be some boys that will probably move positions from where they were a year ago. So, uh, you know, those transitions are really something you want to uh, focus on early too. Um, but we just got a really good group of kids, I think. And, and I think, uh, you know, we'll be able to build around, uh, you know, that, that, that nucleus that we have back from last year. Well, Scotty, go ahead. I know we talked some uh, last year, and it might have been on some Twitter banner and whatnot that I caught too with you that, uh, you know, you, you, when you're a wing tee off, you'll catch black from fans for not throwing the ball right. <laughs> and here's the thing growing up with that stuff back home in Illinois, that's what, you know, everybody ran some form of wing tee or wishbone or whatever. If you could get three to four yards a pop, you weren't throwing the ball. And here you guys were averaging a a good chunk of the season, I think over 15 yards of pop running the ball. I would never throw. I would never put the ball in the air if I'm getting that on the ground. And uh, so I want to talk about um, the quarterback position in the wing key offense just a little bit. Maybe you could explain to listeners, you know, how important that, that position is, even when the guy's not really putting the ball in the air, you know, ever. Um, because Jeffrey Hoback was, was flawless there last year, I thought. Yeah, he was. Uh, he, he, he did a tremendous, tremendous job. He's an excellent athlete. You know, we could have put him at, at, at our halfback slot. We could have put him at wingback. We could have slotted him out. We could have really put him about anywhere. I mean, that's how good he was. Um, you know, the, 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 the offense that we run, you, you've got you've, you've to gotta have a pretty good athlete back there, uh, a pretty smart kid. You know, Jeffrey was, was very smart when it came to football. Um, and, you know, it's, there's a lot of footwork, you know, the quarterbacks, the young guys that come in understanding where that first step is going to be in relationship to the backs behind them and which way we're going. And, um, you know, there's, they're not just standing there handing the ball off, you know, there's, there's a lot more to it than that. We, we, we like to have a lot going on in the backfield if possible. Um, so there's there's definitely a lot to it. And, you know, Jeffrey was a really, really good runner, too. So we were able to kind of utilize his legs um, some in these games uh, last year. So, you know, as far as passing the ball, you know, I'm a former quarterback, and, and I played in a in an unbalanced wing tee, and we didn't throw the ball very much. And believe me, I wanted to throw the ball. So it's, it's, it's odd that here I am in this position of, of coaching, and we're not throwing the ball when that was – that's kind of something I love to do. Um, you know, last year was, was the first year in, in that offense. You know, before that, we were doing stuff kind of more out of the pistol. It was still some wing tee stuff. It was a little different. Um, I wanted to get two backs in the backfield, you know, 95% of the time. So we went back under center. And so it was the first year and, and working the kinks out of some of the passing game. Um, you know, I'll take some, some, some of the blame for that. I'll, I'll take all the blame for that, you know. Um, you know, we probably should have – um, thrown a little bit more, uh, and, and certainly not to make any excuses, but when you get up big in these games, which we were up big in just about every game, uh, you know, throughout the regular season, with the exception of, of, of a couple, you get up big, you're not throwing the ball. You know, let's, let's burn the clock and let's get out of here. Um, that's just, that's kind of how you do it. And, and, um, you know, that, that still doesn't, uh, mean I, I couldn't have thrown some in the first half of some of those games and, and I, I did a poor job of that but you know I mean you're running the ball and it's working and, and you're, you're not risking giving the ball up by throwing it you know I, I I can I can argue it both ways and at the end of the day um, you know that's uh, been a focus uh, this off season of mine 
um, is, is really how we can, can integrate the passing game a lot more this year. And, and I definitely think we will, you know, um, um, we're going to work with the quarterbacks a little bit more this year on stuff. And, and, you know, we've, we've got a solid running game and, and, and our, uh, you know, all but one kid is back on our line. So there's not so much of, uh, it's not so much it's going to go in and to the, to the running game this year. I think a lot of those boys are looking at it as, as kind of something that they're very comfortable with. So, mm-hmm. uh, definitely look to pass the ball, but you know, uh, the running game is, is, is what, uh, butters our bread and, and we're going to continue to, to focus on that. And that's going to be, that's going to be what's going to keep us in games and that's what's going to win us games. Well, you got my support on that, Coach, because, I mean, <laughs> I'm with you on that, man. If you're if you're hitting a few yards every time you hand off or, or a bunch, I would never throw the ball. <laughs> but I, I do understand there are the situations where maybe it comes up you need to, and so it's part of the game that has to be worked on in any offense. But, I mean, it, it was a sight to behold to watch those boys run that, that wing tee last year, and I can't wait to see it again this year. Well, Coach, I'm going to tell you something I told Coach Edwards once. Uh, uh Winfield Mount Union, and, and they have the great players, and they do have a great team and everything. But they came into Pekin, and I was a call in the game, and Pekin played uh, way over their heads and and really made a game of it. And there at the last minute, they kind of, Winfield Mount Union finally pulled ahead and won. And he looks over at me kind of like, you know, like almost like apologetic to me, you know. And I just told him, Coach, you don't got to apologize to me for winning. Oh, there's, there's, you know, I mean, I don't care. I mean, I, I know how it is, you know, it's tough to win. And, uh, 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 you don't have to apologize to me for winning all those games. That's for sure. Uh, whether they were blowouts or whether they were just one run or just one, one point wins, it's a win is a win is a win. You know, they give you the same amount of wins for a 10 point win as they do for a one point win. So uh, that's true. Uh, and uh, uh, it's tough out there. It, it's real tough out. There. You know, I just like on that baseball. Uh, you know, there was never a, a game that I was all year long where I was like, "Well, this team's just going to blow this other team away." You know, and it didn't happen. You know, uh, it's just you got to play each game as a snowflake, and uh, you just got to do what you can to win those games. And if it, you come out on top, it's really hard to argue with it. Uh, but let's uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about. Uh, I'll let Scotty talk about the, the linebackers because he loves the linebackers, but I like that offensive and defensive line. And uh, you got uh, a kid I like to call Russell the Cobra Coil. Uh, he's a pretty good one. Uh, one of the best I saw last year. I believe he'll be back, won't he? Yes, yes, he'll be back. So are you losing anybody on that? Because you had a re- – I really thought that was one of the areas where you you guys really excelled was the offensive and defensive line. Your defensive line was pretty immobile. They were uh, able to, you know, deal with the pass, deal with the run, uh, stay in positions where they needed to be. They were really, really. I, I thought that maybe was a, a under under talked about part of your team. But but we'll, let's talk about uh, who you're losing. If you got to replace anybody, and uh, what are you feeling like on that on that offensive and defensive line? Well, you know, offensively. Um... We're losing a guard in, in Julian Jimenez, who has started the last few years for us there at guard. Um, he, he did a really heck of a, a really nice job. He was a heck of a heck of a lineman for us. Um, but he's the only one we lose on that offensive line. You know, when you when you go across our line and, and you include our tight end, uh, four of those six boys last year were only sophomores. 
So uh, we've got the majority of them back this year, and then we're going to continue to have a majority of them back next year. So um, we, we, we'd lose one on the offensive line, and, and then when you flip over to defense, again, Julian got a lot of good snaps in there on defense, and then Ethan Palmer uh, came out last year as a, as, a, as a senior and really had a, had a fine year uh, at defensive end, uh, really did some good things for us. I mean, he was a kid that had not played the previous year. So um, those are really the only two. Uh, senior lineman from last year um so so that's you know i i feel like our line is is definitely a strength of ours um i you know i think we've got some some other strengths as well certainly but that line is uh we're we're, we're good up front i mean we're we're good we're big we're we're strong and, and uh there's there's a ton of experience uh there so um we're definitely going to rely on those guys. Uh, and, and I know our line coaches are, are really licking their chops because I know that they're excited. To, they're going to have a good year this year. So, um, but yeah, you know, that's, it's, it's definitely a strength of ours right now is, 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 is our, as our lineman. So. All right, Scotty, go ahead. Well, you brought up linebackers, Dave. So I'm going to piggyback on that, <laughs> you know, and, yeah, right behind that line on the defensive side of the ball. Anyway, you've got some of the best linebackers in small school football in Iowa. Maybe, maybe big school. I would put Riley Kaleberg up there with anybody. That's the kid yeah. I was thinking about. I couldn't think his name. Yeah, he. Uh, you know, and when I came to the the first time I came to a Columbus game last year, and I'd seen him make some plays. Hadn't looked at you know poured over the roster sheet too much that they handed me at the gate when I came in yet. And I scroll down and see that he's a sophomore. I about, uh, you know, jaw hit the hit the ground <laughs> because I, I did not expect to see someone that moves like him, hits like him, built like him. Uh, you know, only a sophomore in high school. It's just not uh, it's not normal, <laughs> I guess. Right. And so that that got me excited right away to watch him develop through the course of the season, and of course moving on to this season and beyond. But uh, you know, but he he's got some really good mates back there. I mean, Caden Amagon's as good a linebacker as the other running back, if you ask me. Um, and you got Cole Storm back too, don't you? Yes, absolutely. And and, and he's, you know, Cole's gotten better each year. He he got to play some of the freshmen. You know, I think he was a little outsized as a freshman, but he got some experience that year and it's paid off. Um, he had a heck of a season last year. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I see that I see right now, you know, kind of looking into the season uh, with Riley and Cole kind of being those two inside linebackers. And, and uh, as far as I'm concerned, you know, class a certainly around here and the teams we look at and the teams that we, you know, that we're going to play, um, you know, to have two inside linebackers that good, you know, if we come across a team that's got two that good, then 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 they're they're a very fortunate team because those two guys are really really good. They are. I mean, I would call it. I mean, I've seen a lot of great uh, defensive players at the small school level back home. You know, coming up in uh, that era that uh, was so special over there, and then moving over here. What I saw last year from you guys in that area on your defense was. It, it, it was a lot like uh, the 90s for me, <laughs> and so it was uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. That's all I can say, and I can't wait to see these kids, uh, you know, see what they've how they've improved from last year to this year because there's nowhere you know to go but up as as these kids grow and develop. Yeah, and, and I and I think the, the, those guys they put a lot of work in. Um, you know, Riley had a, a nice solid baseball season, so yeah. uh, baseball finished up, and, and he's been hard after it uh, in the weight room, and you know. I, I think the kid could be in the weight room every day, four or five hours if he wanted to, and, and, and it certainly looks like he does. Uh, 
he's uh, I think he's poised to have a, a tremendous year this year. I, I, I uh, bannered with him just a little bit on Instagram earlier today because he threw up some pictures from him and the friends, uh, you know, having some summer fun there. I said, the way you look like you could you could get on stage with us meatheads. Uh, <laughs> and he, you know, the kid has an imposing physique, um, and you you know the work shows and the, and the genetics and everything else. And um, yeah, he was he was really a shocker for me uh, performance wise last season as a sophomore. So yeah, you know I don't want to like I said he's he's the the kid that caught my eye the most at that position. But there's no drop off on either side of him with the kids you're lining up next to him too. Right. Yeah, I think our linebacker course, you know, we, we've got a couple guys that we've got to probably move in and out of there, uh, you know, kind of depending week to week what we want to do or, or how, or, you know, the team that we're, we're playing, maybe maybe what the what they do offensively. But, um, yeah, we, we've got some we've got some good players right behind that defensive line, I think. And, and uh, you know, some good speed, um, mm-hmm. good tacklers, I mean, anything you really want. So, um yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for those guys. Um, really, I mean, it's 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 a, it's a good group of kids. They're they're smart, um, and you know, they're going to provide really good leadership too. Yeah. Well, Coach uh, uh, Scotty and me did a show. Uh, it's the most popular show ever uh, on Round Guy Radio. It's called Beach and Round Guy. And uh, whenever someone was playing Columbus, I'll say, "I'll take the team with Caden Amagon." Uh, <laughs> The kid is an unbelievable athlete. Uh, uh, he might make you even look like a, you're a better coach than you are. Uh, uh, as any coach with a kid like that would win a lot of games. I'm, I'm uh, for certain. Uh, but uh, uh, tell me a little bit about him. You know, is he a junior, senior this year? What? Well, unfortunately, he's going to be a senior. Uh, you know, if there was some way that we could get him back for a fifth year, I'd take it. But this is going to be his senior year and that's, uh, and that's going to be the, uh, you know, the end of it for us with him. But, um, yeah, he, he, uh, he did some stuff last year, you know, that, that, um, that was pretty amazing, you know, that he made some really, really good plays and some of his, some of his runs are, you know, I said it last year, he, he's as fast as anybody around here, but we give him a lot of inside traps and, and stuff, a little, a little lead, uh, plays, you know, kind of through the through the B gaps, and he runs as hard and as tough and as hard to bring down as anybody. So uh, he's he's not just a, a a speedy back. He he brings the full package, um, and uh, tremendous kid too. You know, it's it's not just a what he does on the football field or off the football field. He's a, he's a great kid and a great student athlete, and um, you know, it's I think he's going to have a great year this year. You know, I I, I kind of felt like he. Uh, my my opinion anyway that, that he kind of got uh, snubbed a little bit on on Allstate. I thought he was a, a was a lock for a first teamer. Um, so I think uh, we'll write that wrong this year and we'll do everything we can. So um, and then I think you know he's got football in his future after this year too. So um, that'll be that'll be exciting as well. Okay, go ahead, Scotty. Yeah, I agree, Coach. Um, and and the only thing I remember kind of looking back at those All-State teams, and it's it's easy, you know, and I do this. I'm guilty of it as a fan. I gripe when I see our local kids getting what I consider snubbed. And I, I guess maybe they were they seem to really reward seniors, and I get that. Um, and and it was a pretty deep bunch of kids, even in Class A last year uh, at the running back spot. But yeah, he has his numbers were just unbelievable, and uh, 
I don't know. I, I, I was a little bit miffed that he didn't get that first team. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I agree. With uh, everything goes the way you guys are planning and stuff this year. That shouldn't be any problem this year. And he's definitely uh, one of the more spectacular athletes, man. I, I feel like he's uh, on the football field. He's like a Walter Payton. He can run away from you, but he'll truck you too. And uh, that that's that's a fun type of running back to watch because he's got the power. You know, Tristan had deceptively strong for his size, I thought. But he was, mm-hmm. you know, a burner first and foremost, where Caden's like that perfect blend. And uh, I'm assuming Riley's going to get some carries back there with him this year. And, and yeah. if, I'm a, if, I'm, if I'm a defensive coordinator on the other side of the ball, game planning against those two jackhammers, man, I... <laughs> It's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough on your uh, your opposition this year on some Friday nights. Well, yeah, Riley. You know, he he made the most of of his carries last year when he was able to get in the game, and he scored a, a, a pile of touchdowns and, and really, really, uh, you know, had a good yard per carry. And and he's a very physical runner. Uh, you know, you better be prepared uh, to, to to lay a good hit on him and, and wrap up because he's he's gonna lay one on you. Uh, and and you know, he ran over a number of kids last year. Uh, that that uh, you know that were, it was kind of fun to watch. So I think he's excited to to, to get back there and, and and really get a uh, you know a bigger bulk of uh, of the carries uh, compared to last year certainly. And uh, you know he's got a lot of speed too. He was he was one of those runners on that uh, second place state finish four by one team uh, in track. So he's got speed too. Uh, as big as he is and as strong as he is, and uh, he <laughs> he can pull away from you as well. Yeah, he's deceptively fast. Yeah, 